There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. We got your Friday, May 25th edition on tap for you today. Big 14 games slate on tap. Aces, aces, aces on tap. Oh, and Coors Field. So, mixing and matching and figuring it out to see what bats you want because there's a lot of lot of hitting options tonight outside of Coors, but the options in Coors are pretty nice. You got a guy like Saul Romano facing Johnny Gray. So, Decisions will have to be made with all these aces. There's not a ton down below that's going to open up a lot of Coors bats unless you really feel like rolling some dice, and that's what we're here to talk about. So let's get it in real quick. Your weather looks very, very nice. Not really any rain to worry about as at this moment. Uh, Angels, Yankees blowing out to center field about 12 miles an hour. Toronto, Philly blowing out to right center field about 12 miles an hour. Atlanta, Boston blowing out to right center about 14 miles an hour. Kansas City and Texas is going to be hot, hot, hot when that game starts in the 90s. There's a bunch of games in the mid-80s as well today, so good hitting environments. And then Arizona-Oakland blowing out to right center at 11 miles an hour. So those are some of the games you can target outside of Coors for still some very good hitting environments. But there'll be a lot to go around. Let's talk totals. Angels-Yankees, 8.5. Cardinals-Pirates, 8.5. Blue Jays-Phillies, 9. Braves-Red Sox, 10. Orioles-Rays, 8.5. White Sox-Tigers, 9. Astros Indians 8, Nationals Marlins 7, Royals Rangers 9.5, Mets Brewers 7.5, Reds Rockies 11, D-backs A's 7.5, Twins Mariners 7.5, Padres Dodgers 7.5. So the West Coast bringing the low totals to the table for us on a Friday. It's going to be a lot of fun, lots and lots of fun. If Coors doesn't pop off, this slate's going to be really well. I would. This is an amazing slate if Coors isn't there. Coors just throws such a wrench into this situation because it's Coors. Uh, real quick, if we want to just talk some of the high team totals, uh, you got like Rockies are at 6-1-5, Red Sox are about 5-7, Yankees 5-2, Rangers 5-1, uh, Reds are even 4-8-5. There's like 10 of them at 4.5 or above. So much, so much targeting to go on. There's only like 6 at 3.5 or below. So going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Let's get right at it. You have five pitchers over $10,000 and they are all aces of their dojo. Top price guy, Max Scherzer, 
$15,000. If you're playing cash games, you play Max Scherzer. You figure out a way to play Max Scherzer. This is such an amazing spot against the Miami Marlins. We've talked in the past about Scherzer's strikeout rate, especially against right-handed pitching. His overall K rate is 36%. It's outstanding. I'm not even going to go any farther than this. You just, if you can afford Max Scherzer in some realm, he's a great play. But you're probably not going to be able to afford Max Scherzer, so you drop down, which is crazy. But you drop down $2,100 to the next price guy, and it's Jimmy Paxton at 11-9 at home against the Minnesota Twins, who, if you missed it yesterday, activated Jorge Soler. Not Soler. God, I'm an idiot. Miguel Sano from the disabled list. So another big power righty versus lefties is back with the club. You got him and Dozier and some others that are there. They're still striking out about 25% of the time versus lefties. And that and having Sano back just increases your strikeout world. Uh, Paxton, you know, 29% strikeout rate. Everything's been phenomenal with Paxton. He's a great call. A great call tonight. And he's going to get, I believe, overlooked in this realm of, of aces. He's going to be the the odd man out in this situation. So keep him in mind if you want to be really, really different. There might be some better options here, but just keep him in mind. One I like a ton. This is probably one of my top guys here. Luis Severino, $11,200. He's averaging almost 28 points a game at home, 39 Ks and 32, uh, 32 innings. He's averaging 26 a game on the season. He's been as electric as it can get. He's faced really high-talented teams. He's faced the Angels in Anaheim, seven innings, eight Ks for 22 points. Um, the thing you're going to want when you're going to pay this price tag, you want 25-plus, hopefully 30-plus. That's why I love Max. Max in a spot for like 40-plus points against Miami. The price tag is asinine. It's going to be next to impossible to lock that in on a GPP slate if you really want to. Unless you're just good with some crappy bats or some crappy pitching, which we can talk about. But he's in a phenomenal... And Scherzer, I think, will be really low-owned because of that price tag. So, But back to Severino. Phenomenal spot. Angels don't strike out a ton. Like I said, he gets them to strike out. He's got almost a 30% K rate, uh, 13% swinging strike rate, 50% ground ball rate. So, so much to like there with Severino. So he's also in a phenomenal spot. Then you got Corey Kluber, $400 cheaper at 10800 in another... Interesting spot facing the Houston Astros. He's averaging 31.2 points a game at home on the season. It, he's given up six earned in 30 and two-thirds innings. He's given up four homers. So it, it's long ball or he shuts you down. He's got a .78 whip at home with 176 ERA. He's been outstanding. He faced Houston last week and got 31.6 drafting points at Houston going seven innings, six hits, two earned, and ten strikeouts. I saw some crazy stat. He's had like... 30 or something, maybe even more consecutive quality starts. And it's usually because of the long ball while he gives up runs. But he strikes out everybody. It's just crazy what he does when he's on the mound. Uh, a, str- a strikeout rate of 32% for Kluber, almost a 46% ground ball rate. That's why it's crazy he gives up so many home runs. His hard contact's down to 30%. It's just it seems like he just grooves one and boom, outhouse or in-house with these batters. And, and once in a while they run into one. So Kluber at 10-8 is another very good spot. People are afraid to go against Houston, usually rightfully so. So that'll make him a very interesting GPP play as well. The last guy up there is Mr. Thor himself, Noah Syndergaard, coming off a 27.6-point performance against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Prior to that, 25, 20.5, 12.9, 6.3, then a 25, a 15-3. He's been very, very rocky, but he's going in... Um, 
to Milwaukee, which is a phenomenal place to pitch in. He's 10-5, so the price tag definitely makes him sexy looking. He's going to be very popular on the slate. Milwaukee strikes out 25% of the time versus righties. He's got his 27.5% K rate, low hard contact, ground ball at 51%. Syndergaard's outstanding. No sugarcoating that at all. So these are all guys in great, great spots. Depends basically on how much money you have and where you want to go. So I'll put it this way. Max is number one, but we'll be realistic in the fact 14K is just its crazy. Like if you can pull it off and you're comfortable with it, go get you some. But you're probably not getting tours. You might get a couple of the cheap one-offs, which will be a way to go about it. But Scherzer at 14K is number one. I got Severino number two. Guard number three. Severino and Syndergaard, you can kind of switch back and forth. Depends on how much if you want to save 700 bucks. But I like those two a lot. I think Severino, especially because GPPs, people don't want to put him up against the Angels. So Severino two, Syndergaard three. I'm going to go Kluber four, Paxton five. And literally, you're grasping at straws for these five guys. Any of them can be the ace of the night. That's what, what makes this very, very interesting. Which one's going to pop off? Now, if all of them go for 30-plus points, well, that's boring, isn't it? That, like boring but hey they're all capable of doing that they all have great spots i think against milwaukee Syndergaard's got tremendous upside we've seen that offense just be bad but it is a hitter's ballpark and we've seen Syndergaard get beat up from time to time so that's what makes it a little little scarier than it could be uh but so we got scherzer one severino two Syndergaard three kluber four paxton five i have zero problem with any of them any of them at all if you have more questions hit me up on twitter Hit me up on the Slack chat. We will break it down a little more. I can help you, you know, get off the ledge or something on which one you want to pick. But there's definitely ways to go about it. Now we drop down to the seven and eight thousand dollar range. You got Sean Manaya, eighty six hundred bucks at home in Oco Coliseum. Good, good pitchers ballpark against the Arizona Diamondbacks team that not really good at baseball these days. They're just not good. It's crazy how bad they've gotten. But, you know, Manaya has scuffled tremendously since that no, uh, no-no. He threw a good game against Houston, and then after, and then since then, at Seattle, against Houston, at Boston, at Toronto, he has scuffled mightily. Facing a Arizona team that, yes, doesn't have A.J. Pollock, which helps a ton. They strike out over 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Manaya has a lot going in his favor in this matchup. Uh, lefties 272, righties do hit 363 off Manaya. So, you know... Paul Goldschmidt, who's been struggling. Got Chris Owings, struggling. Nick Ahmed, struggling. And there'll be a few others, but uh, Stephen Souza's back on the DL. The the lineup is very rough, to put it nicely, for the uh, Diamondbacks. So, Manai at 86 definitely opens things up for you in that mid-range. You got a guy like Zach Eflin with his strikeout upside against Toronto. Eflin, he's only, this will be his fourth start of the year. He has a really, really good one, an okay one, and a bad one. So you're going to get what you pay for here at 7900 bucks. Toronto strikes out over 24% of the time. Um, Eflin doesn't have the biggest strikeout rate, 15%, but we've seen him been able to rack them up in the right situations. Uh, Toronto, 425 team total. Lefty's 356, righty's 251. So it is dicey in that ballpark, but GPP's super low owned if you want to go there. Probably not one of my top plays, but I did not want to not mention him. Now you drop down to one I am really... Really starting to look into here. And Ronaldo Lopez at $7,500. He's on the road at the Detroit Tigers. Now, Ronaldo Lopez, let's just talk about him. 35-6 against Texas. Gets beat up in Pittsburgh at thir- minus 13.5. At home against Pittsburgh, 
I guess Minnesota 2.2, Kansas City 7.1, Houston 8.5, but then dealt earlier this year in the first three starts, one of them being Detroit 7 innings, no earned, 5Ks for 21.6 points. He still has a 2.980 ERA. He's been getting it done. He's averaging almost 15 DraftKings points of start. At 7500 bucks, does bring a lot of upside into his matchup. Uh, Detroit strikes out over 21% of the time versus righties. Uh, he's definitely needs to work more on the ground ball. He's only got like a little less than a 32% ground ball percentage. That does not help things out. But he's been showing some really, really good stuff out there. Lefties 363, righties 353. It's a GPP play, but at 7500 bucks, it has the bust potential, but it has a big, big boom as well. He's one of those mid to lower price guys you're going to have to look at to make things work tonight. Now, the guy that everyone's going to look at, and I'm not going to tell you not to, I will have plenty of him as well. I, like I've said lately, I've I, I, the pitching's been so tilting this year. The last week, I just said, screw chalk, whatever. I'm playing my pitchers. I'll differentiate the lineups. And it's been so much more gratifying just getting the pitching points, not having to play that game. But every now and then on big slates, you need the, to mix it up. Ross Stripling will be the chalk, and rightfully so. He's been really, really good since he jumped into the rotation with injuries. It should be his last start, I believe. He's 7,200 at home against the San Diego Padres. In his two starts here, six innings, five and a third, nine Ks, seven Ks, 31.1, 18.4. That 31.1 was at Washington. That's pretty impressive. Uh, facing a Padres here, strikes over 26% of the time. He's a minus 200 home favorite. He's, again, he's got a 25.5% K rate, a 47% ground ball rate. Tons to love. San Diego has the second lowest total on the slate with all those aces in play. All of them. Ross Stripling goes to the mound facing the second lowest total on the slate. Less than three. 2.95. Lefty's 262. Righty's 263. Ross Stripling is an outstanding play. That's 7,200 bucks. Like, the chalk is there for a reason. If the Padres get to him, well, wow. That just was not meant to be. But on a slate like this, you're probably going to see Stripling in like the I'd imagine 30% plus range of ownership, which is steep. But also on a slate like this, you don't have to worry as much about ownership. You can really differentiate things elsewhere. So, Stripling, I like a ton of 72. So, your 7s and your 8K prices. I got Stripling 1. I got Rafi Lopez 2. Manaya 3. Eflin 4. Let's go down to the 6K and below where it's a cesspool of just ugliness. You got Junior Guerra. 6600 bucks at home against the Mets. I have to mention Garrett almost every time because he's priced so low with his upside. He's got 15-plus point upside in a matchup against a Mets team that is not that good at baseball, but I was all over Brandon Nemo last night, and his 27 points were very, very nice. I was so happy. I love Nemo. I wish he played every day. I've been saying it since before the season started. This guy's money, 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 and uh, he's only going to get better when they keep letting him get out there. But side note. Let's go back to Junior Garrett, 21% K rate for the Mets versus right-handed pitching. Garrett's got his 22%. It's the walks that always get to Garrett, 13% walk rate. And he's not the best of a ground ball pitcher either. But you face a Mets team with a team total of 3.92, so below four on this slate, not bad at all. Uh, a little above average, well above 318, ISO of 164. Yes, we've seen Garrett get hit up. There's no sugarcoat in that. But for 6600 bucks, he's one of the better options down below. One thing we'll have to keep an eye on as the day goes on. Sergio Romo. The Rays are doing the opener thing where Romo goes like an inning, maybe a little over an inning against the top of the Baltimore lineup. Uh, and then they hand it off. And lately, it's gone Yarborough the first. Well, the first, lately. The first time they did this, it was Yarborough the first game, band of the second. Romo's going to pitch today and Sunday. 
So we'll have to see how it plays out, see if any reports come out. I'm assuming it's going to be Yarborough, and they'll keep that kind of pattern going. If that's the case, Ryan Yarborough's 5500 bucks has big-time K upside. Uh, right-handed uh, batters versus uh, right-handed pitching for Baltimore, 25% K rate. So it's definitely something to look into there. Um, you might get low ownership because I, I'm not going to be an asshole like a lot of the touts out there that do that say, hey, I'm the only one that said this, or hey, I look at me. Look. No, there's going to be other guys that pick up on the fact, hey, Yarbrough or Bandit are going to be out there. But it's not going to be everybody. So this could help your ownership game if you if you think you need to play that game, which, again, I really don't think you need to on a 14-game slate. But if you do, you can sneak in a Yarbrough if it's him, Bandit if it's him. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Yarbrough. But let's double-check before you throw him out there and he gets a zero because he never touches the mound. That's the risk. That's going to happen a lot with this because you just don't know how it's going to play out. But he's 5500 bucks and he's in play. The last guy is a guy I can't stand, but the price tag is worth it on this slate. It's Mike Miner because the upside he gives you, like his last start out, he had 20 points, but he's also got minus 1.1 before that. He's averaging about a little over 12 on the season. He's, he's a boomer bust pitcher. He's had tremendous starts. He's had really, really bad starts. He has been much better at home on the year, almost a K per inning. He's given up five homers and 29 innings pitched, so about one every six innings. But he's averaging 16 points a game at home, which you'd take at 4400 bucks. Heck, at 4400 on this slate, give me 10 points, and we can be happy. Texas uh, is facing Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City strikes out almost 23% of the timers lefties. Miner has a 26% K rate. Decent ground ball rate. All his peripherals look great. He just slips on that banana peel too much. For a game with such a high total and such great weather, Kansas City's total is only 4.4. Lefties 259, righties 373. And, you know, they do have some good righties. You know, Salvi Perez, Whit Merrifield. But then after that, Alcides Escobar, Chase Cuthbert maybe. Um, we could go Hunter Dozier. They had guys that might run into one, but they're not like the who's who of, hey, let's watch out for these guys. So Mike Miner at 44, another probably popular cheap guy. Him and Stripling are be pretty popular to match up with the guys up top. But, again... The guys up top are going to be so spread out in pricing. If he's your, if your picture, other picture, your SP two is your only chalk. That's good. Or if you want to get real weird and get every bat under the sun, stripling and minor, and they get all the bats because if you use those two and they're both chalk, no one's going to afford all the bats you're going to afford because not many are going to do that combo. Just beware, the blowups are possible, but you could get every bat. I, I will make a lineup. I will stand by that. If it blows up, I'll be right there, flagging the sand with you guys. I will make a stripling minor lineup and we'll get every bat no demand. So down below, I got minor one, Garrett two, Yarborough three, just because I want to make sure it's him. He's got tremendous upside. He's shown really, really good stuff. But uh, yeah, minor one, Garrett two, Yarborough three. So to recap, a long, long list of pitching. I know I went a while, but 14 games, lots of pitchers. Got to do it. Up top, Scherzer. He's the man by himself. Then you got guys like Severino 2, Syndergaard 3, Kluber 4, Paxton 5. Again, you're grasping at straws in here. It's all really, really good. Maybe pay attention to what you know everyone's saying, and you might mix and match that way to try to avoid the, the chalk if you feel you need to. Again, I keep saying it because a lot of people, they always ask, what's chalk? You don't need to really worry about it, but I'm going to keep saying it because that's what people want to hear. Um, and then in the 7s and 8s, got Stripling 1, Rafi Lopez 2, or Ronaldo Lopez. I call him Rafi just because the league he just stuck in my head. Uh, Manaya three, Eflin four. Then down below you got Mike Miner one, Garrett two, 
Ryan Yarborough, three. Before we get into the bats on this massive, massive slate, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft Draft.com, Draft in your app store, a great way to play fantasy sports. You draft in under five minutes, snake-style draft, so, so much fun. Uh, I love it. You got baseball, basketball, football, hockey, golf, tons of fun. Football, doing your best ball drafts right now. So go check it out. Use promo code SDSPORTS when you make your first deposit to get entry into a free $3 tournament. I'm actually working on a new promo since... A lot of you guys have been awesome and signed up with the promo code SD Sports. I want to try to get you guys another kickback of some sort from them. So keep playing it. It's tons of fun. If it's your first time, it's draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports at checkout, entering a free $3 tournament. Now let's get into the bats on this 10 or 14 game slate. Gary Sanchez versus the lefty is always intriguing. He's day to day, so make sure he's in the lineup. 4,600. We respect Andrew Heaney. We respect the power by the Yankees a lot more. If you aren't using Mike Miner, a guy like Salvi Perez is in a great spot at $4,000. Completely am on board with that. He's got 14, 14, and 16 in his last three. He's a very, very good ball player. Don't need to sugarcoat that anymore. Tucker Barnhart's a catcher we've always used to like love to use. He's $3,900 because he's in Coors, so keep that in mind. Uh, you go down a little farther, you got guys like uh, John, I, think it's, I believe it's John Ryan Murphy. Let me pull it up. Yep, John Ryan Murphy. I mentioned him in the Slack chat the other day when he got the start in Milwaukee. I don't know. Detroit. Yeah. Who the hell did he play last? Milwaukee. I was right. Yeah. And he got you 14 points. This guy's got some sneaky pop. He's kind of an all-or-nothing guy. He's at the 3,500 versus Manaya. Hard to justify, it, to justify it there. But he does have some pretty nice stuff coming in his direction. Uh, Wilson Ramos at 3,300 versus Hess is one I can definitely get behind. Hess is not that good. He's... Smoke and mirrors guy when he makes it work. Otherwise, he's just straight smoke because he gets blown up. But you look at a raised team with a 4-6 total. It's like 2-4, 7th highest on the slate. Uh, they have a Woba of 321 versus him. He's very, very gettable. So a guy like Ram- Ramos at 33 could be in play for you. You go down farther. Devin Messerocco has reinvented himself. You know, four or five years ago, this was a guy we'd use all the time in fantasy. Uh, he gets traded to the Mets, and now he's hitting all of a sudden. I don't know if I want to play 3,300 for him, but he is in play. You go down, uh, Kurt Suzuki or Tyler Flowers at 32. Whoever's catching versus Eduardo Rodriguez, I love. I mentioned to you that Corey Kluber stat about consecutive quality starts. Um, Erod's like the opposite. He hasn't had a quality start, I don't think, all season. He's been bad. He has a couple good innings, and he's got great stuff. That's why we were on him early on. Man, talk about a downer. He has been a massive, massive downer. When you look at the Braves, 4-3 total. Lefty's 303, righty's 293 against Erod. He, he's just so inconsistent. He's so wild. So Suzuki and Flowers, both, uh, whoever starts at 32, could be in play. When you drop down farther, you could Jan Gomes versus Keiko at 31. I'm not running to target Keiko, but he could be a, a sneakier play. Uh, Robinson Chirinos at 3K versus Eric Scoglin. I like a ton. That power upside in a GPP against the lefty Scoglin is worth a look. Farther down you go, you got guys like, uh, let's see, maybe Johnny Lucre at 29 career-wise has hit lefties well. Probably not running the target Patrick Corbin, but he could be in play for you there. Uh, Zach Collins or Omar Navarez. Omar Navarez got the start yesterday. Left-handed bats, he'll likely start versus Fires tonight. 2800 bucks for the White Sox, a nice cheaper option you can take a look at. There's a ton. It's a 14-game slate. We're going to just go and go. Mitch Garver at 27 versus Paxton could be in play for you. Um, 
Pedro Severino at 27 could be a nice, cheaper catching option. So there's tons and tons. Maybe Thomas Nito gets to start for the Mets. He's 2,600. There will be some value if you need to get value at the catcher's position uh, tonight. First base, Freddie Freeman against Erod at 52 is not horrible. But like Joey Votto and Coors at 48, you like that a lot. CJ Cron at 43, I don't mind that at all. He'll be super low on and he just keeps hitting. Uh, Jose Abreu, another one, just like Cron, 4,200. No one ever owns him. They're going to see righty, righty. It doesn't matter. Uh, Abreu is in a great, great spot. He's been as consistent as he comes. He's coming off one of his first zeros in forever. Uh, White Sox have almost a 4-5 total. Lefties 372, righties 325 versus Mike Fires. So great spot for Jose Abreu. Wow, very low-owned play there. Mitchie Twobags 41 versus Tehran in Boston is also in play. You get a little farther. You could target guys like Matt Adams. If he's in the lineup, he's 4K versus Jose Urena. Adams is cooled down. Good spot for him here to maybe get a bounce back. Uh, Carlos Santana against Gaviglio is a phenomenal spot. 3900 bucks for Carlos. Price tag, he was on that hot streak. Price tag went up. Kind of slumped a bit. It's gone down. The Phillies have a 4.75 total. It's sixth highest on the slate. Lefties are at 350 off Gaviglio. So it's a great spot for Carlos Santana to get back on the map at 3900 uh, if you don't believe in affluent smoke, at 39 is a nice price tag as well. Edwin Encarnacion is facing the lefty in Dallas Keuchel. Again, not running to target Dallas Keuchel. But the Indians do have a 4-4 total. Lefties have it 284. Righties 303 off Keuchel. And we know how Edwin hits against lefties. So just keep him on the radar if you want to go that way. A little farther down, you guys got like Josh Bell at 38 versus John Gant. Not the best hitting environment. There's much better hitting environment on the slate. So he's going to get overlooked and... I'm not saying run to play him. I think you know I'd rather pay 39 for uh, Santana, but uh, it, it is a good play with with Bell. Farther down, you look uh, Max Muncy at 36 could be in play for you. Trey Mancini at 35 for Baltimore. I know it's going to be Romo and then most likely Yarborough, but it's a good price tag. He took he can hit righties with a ton of power, so don't he's prefer lefties, but he can still hit righties. So don't just run and say no. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez at 3,500 versus Junior Guerra. This is one of those kind of games you can look at an egg on if you want to be really, really, really different. If you just want to sleep sleep sound, probably not, but he could be one of those sneaky egg on nights. I'm not saying run to play him by any means, but when you have a slate this size, you can kind of try to pick and choose some uh, outside choices. I mentioned Chase Cuthbert earlier. Not a great player, and he's out, so don't worry about him. Just read that up. A Dan Vogelbach at 2,800 versus uh, Romero could be a, a value. And Justin Bohr at GPPs. We know Scherzer will give up a long ball from time to time. Usually Hummels want to start. Justin Bohr at 28, GPP only if you're going that way. Second base, Al- Albies crushes lefties. He's 5,300. Great spot there. Scooter and Coors at 48. I think that's actually maybe too cheap. Uh, Gleyber Torres all the way up to 4,500. I love him still. I think it's great. I wish he was higher in the order. But Cesar Hernandez at 44, great spot. Whit Merrifield at 43, great spot as well. So those are two really good ones. But you go down to 4,100 bucks, Juan Moncada all year has crushed right-handed pitching. Going up against Mike Fires uh, at 4,100, that's a great spot. It's going to be uh, in the mid-80s to start the game in Detroit. So it's not going to be that cold for Detroit standards. So good hitting environment. Juan Moncada at 41, very, very much in play for you there. I like that quite a bit. Solarte's been heating up again of late. Second base, third base, 3,900 versus Eflin. Uh, Brian Dozier against the lefty Paxton at 38 for your GPP contrarian action. He'll go super low owned. Uh, Jonathan Scope at 37. Josh Harrison at 37. Both uh, okay, cheaper plays. 
Mr. Kiner Falafa from Texas, second base, third base eligible. Uh, good right-handed bat. He's been very, very productive of late hitting third in that lineup against Eric Scoggin, who's crap, absolute crap. And uh, people still don't want to play Falafa. He's still very low-owned. So if you want to differentiate yourself in a very one of the better hitting environments on the slate, uh, Texas has the fourth-highest team total. It's actually ahead of the Reds. Uh, lefty's 392, righty's 403 off Scoglin. So a guy like Kinder Falafa at 3,500 could be uh, very much a play for you there. You go down farther, you got the likes of Kiki Hernandez at 3,300 versus Garrett Richards. That'll be a popular play down below for Kiki versus the lefty. Uh, there will be others. This is a great night to come with the slack because there's going to be a lot of things opening up on a slate of this magnitude. You got like Descalso at 31, probably not the best play, but like Joey Wendell at 3K if he's in the Tampa Bay lineup. He's supposed to be back from Paternity League tonight. He can be a cheapie versus Hess in Baltimore, like a really cheapie that can help out a lot. Uh, Jose Perella at 29. Chris Owings versus Manaya at 29. Um, yeah, there's going to be a few options popping up throughout the night. Uh, so come check us out on that one. Third base, you got the likes of Arenado against Romano and Coors at 54. That is just, that's what dreams are made of right there. That's amazing, kids. Um, you got Jose Ramirez versus Keiko at 53. Tough to go there, but GPP's. I could listen to an argument. I really could. Jose's been that good. And uh, the, the price tag alone is going to keep people off of him. So I'd rather go to Arenado or go 4700 to Eugenio Suarez and Coors. But Ramirez, it makes for an interesting debate. To be really honest about that. Uh, you got Matt Chapman at 41, but Justin Turner at 4K versus Garrett Richards. I can get behind that. Turner really hasn't had that explosion game since coming off the DL. And, hey, on the shows I do, I talked about it when he got hurt. Hand injuries like that, it takes a while to get your timing, your power, all that good stuff back. But, you know, back-to-back games of eight and seven points, maybe it's slowly coming together. 4K versus Garrett Richards. Dodgers have a 4-6 total. Lefty's 279, but righty's 348 off uh, or Clayton Richards. Sorry, Clayton Richards. So, Turner at 4K, very much in play. Uh, Moustakis at 39, I don't care. Lefty, lefty, Moose, that's a great price tag on that hitting environment. We got Solarte at 39. Talked about him already. That's a nice play there as well, and a great ballpark to hit. And that's the biggest thing you're going to want to do tonight. If you're not playing Coors, you're trying to save some cash. Target the other really good hitting environments. That's why when I said Josh Bell, I was like, "Yeah, I love Josh Bell. It's a great matchup." Pittsburgh's one of the worst ballparks to hit in. Does it mean Josh Bell can't hit two to three home runs? No. But would you rather have Carlos Santana at 100 dollars more in Philadelphia against a garbage pitcher? Yes. That's just the last thing. That's the differentiating points there. Uh, if you're not going Coors, pick the good ballparks to hit in. That's where I'm going. Uh, again, Miguel Sano at 37 is back. Not going to play there, but he's back. Miguel Andujar at 37 can be a nice low-owned one versus Heaney. A little farther down, Bregman for GPPs versus Kluber just because he's been crushing it. But Kyle Seager at 36, great price tag versus uh, Mr. Romero of Minnesota. Seager, 10 more points last night. Always in this mid to high three range, just disrespected over and over again. Seattle has a 4-4 total. Lefty's 290, righty's 381. So Fernando Ramirez, Romero has the uh, reverse splits. Righty's hitting them really, really hard, but I don't care what Seager. Seager at 36, if you are trying to save money, really good price tag there. I like that a ton. Again, Keter Falafa's 3,500 as a value play. I know I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I'm sorry. I just... It's going to be that way. I try to do my best to pronounce as many as I can correctly. That's going to be one I'll just get wrong probably over and over. You know what I won't though? Rafael Devers, 3400 against Julio Tejeron. That is a great price tag. Devers, inconsistent as they come this year. The talent level's through the roof. 
Very inconsistent, but the last few games have played really well. Nine or more in two of his last three. Starting to maybe get things going. And we know with Taylor on, you want to target the lefties. Boston has the second highest total of 5.7 right behind the Rockies. Righty's 307, but lefty's 340 off Julio. Julio's having a better year, but the uh, wind is blowing out in Boston to right center field. Uh, could, could be a really good spot for Devers at 3,400. Keep him in mind, especially when you're trying to save cash to pay up for some pitching. Yomer Sanchez at 32 is another salary saver on your board. And again, there'll be many, many more. I'm sorry if I don't mention them all. There are like 100 Dozers down there for punts. There's a bunch of them. Shortstop, Manny Machado at 52, Lindor at 51. Both great plays. Machado much, much more, obviously, because you got Romo. Then you got, most likely, Yarborough. Um, but you got to have a farther. Like Trevor Story in Coors at 47. Uh, Gene Segura is up to 4,500. I love Gene. He'll be so low on at that price tag. It's hard to do it, but I get it if you want. Didi Gregorius in uh, Yankee Stadium at 44 can be worth a look against Heaney. Uh, the farther down you look, like Jose Peraza is only 4K for a Coors guy. That's not horrible at all. Chris Taylor slowly starting to heat up again. He's outfield shortstop eligible, 3,900 versus Clayton, or, uh, Clayton Richards. I can see that as a nice play there. Jerickson Profar at 37 against Scoglins, also very nice hit in the middle of that order. Marcus Simeon having a really good year. Hits lefties really, really well. He's $3,700 as well. So some good options there in the, the high three, low four range for you. When you drop down farther, there's a, there's a gap. You got Tim Anderson at 33, GPP Olmes. Uh, Eduardo Nunez has been bad. He's 32. Dustin Pedroia is supposed to be back tonight. Didn't mention him earlier. That just reminded me of Nunez. Big Boston Mo was tweeting me like crazy last night because uh, he's had enough of Eduardo Nunez and he's happy Pedroia's coming back. So that, the, the reminder for Mo on that one, the assist to my co-host on Around the Bases pod. But Pedroia coming back tonight, so keep that in mind. He's supposed to be back at least. Uh, farther down, if, say, Max Moroff leading off at 31 can be a cheapie for you. Uh, Franklin Brendel's back if he cracks the lineup. He's only 3K. Johan Camargo's 2,900 for Atlanta. That can be a nice cheapie against Eduardo Rodriguez. Camargo's sec- uh, shortstop third base eligible at 29. That could be a very nice cheapie. Ahmed Rosario at 29. I like the – I did it last night only because it was a short slate. But if you need value, I had him. I had the 9-1 stack. I had Rosario cheap with uh, – Nemo leading off worked out really well. Rosario eight points last night. Nemo at twenty seven, but it won't be that way every night. But it's another good spot against Guerra if you aren't using Guerra. But uh, like Miguel Rojas against Scherzer, probably not going that route. But uh, Alcides Escobar at twenty seven versus Mike Miner could be a cheapie. Freddie Galvis at twenty seven could be a cheapie. Again, there will be plenty on this slate. Outfield, it's going to be so loaded. It's silly, but bets at fifty nine. Yes, 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 yes. Blackman at 56 is in a great spot versus Sal Romano. Obviously a great spot. You got Harper in a great spot. You got Judge in a great spot. A really good spot against Andrew Heaney. Didn't even give you the splits on Heaney yet. Yankees have the third highest total at 5-2-2. Lefties 252, righties 338. If you need any more convincing, that's a great play for Judge. J.D. Martinez, Stan, all great plays. Benintendi, a great play. So pick your poison. Basically, what you can go... Play home run derby, take the guys who think you're going to go deep, or these are good one-offs or stacking options as well, all all in play. Then you go down, you got Scotty Shebler at 44 in Coors is nice as well. Nick Markakis actually hits lefties very, very well, so don't sleep on that as many will, a part of your Atlanta action. Hits lefties really, really well. He's 4,300 versus Erod, so don't sleep there. 
Uh, you got guys like Ronald Acuna at 42 in a good spot for you. David Dahl in Coors at 4,200. Like that quite a bit as well in Coors against Sal Romano. Odomel Herrera is only 4,200 in the great environment against Gaviglio. So he's in play for you tonight. Adam Duvall in Coors. Uh, Mitch Hanniger, we mentioned the reverse splits that uh, Romero has, Fernando Romero. Righties are hitting a 380 clip. Hanniger at 41 in the middle of that Seattle lineup. Could be a nice GPP pivot there. If you are playing home run derby, I, I told you not to really target the game in Pittsburgh, but Tyler O'Neill is that home run derby type guy. Yasiel Puig, 4,100 versus Clayton Richards, also in a great spot for you there. Nolly Cruz at 4K. Again, reverse splits Romero. Farther down you look, Aaron Hicks, we love targeting him versus left-handed pitching. He's $4,000 uh, in a great spot tonight. Aaron Hicks always gets overlooked, always low-owned. He's a good one, especially in one-offs if you're not stacking or if you're doing that middle to, to back end with like Hicks and Torres, Andahar, those kind of guys are Sanchez, Hicks, Torres, stuff like that. He's a good 4K piece of the puzzle. Reese Hoskins at 4K, nice price tag there against Caviglio. You got Cargo at 3900 and Gerardo Parra, both nice, cheaper pieces of coolers. Remember what I mentioned earlier, if you pay up for pitching and you can't get a full cooler stack, well, you can get some cheaper pieces. There's a couple for you right there. Cargo and Parra and their matchups for Romano. Very, very nice that you can you can take a look at. Chris Taylor talked about him earlier. 3900 versus Clayton Richards. Worth a look for you as well. Jorge Soler, big-time power versus lefties. 3800 versus Mike Miner. Great hitting environment there. Miner, you're paying 4400 knowing that you're going to give up some runs. So the idea of putting some Royals pass, I'm not saying in the same lineup, but don't be scared of the Royals. Teoscar Hernandez, 38, worth a look for you there. Denard Spann's been hitting the ball good again. He's 37 and in play. Billy Hamilton at 37 and Coors is intriguing because so much space in that outfield. If he finds a gap, it's like triple central for him. Again, you got to find the gap, though. Uh, Matt Kemp at 37, good spot there versus Clayton Richards. Scrolling down, Brandon Nimmo, 3,600. Mentioned him a few times on this pod. Mancini at 35 in play. Malik Smith at 35 for Steals upside. You kind of want to play home run derby tonight, but if you need value, you pick it where you find it. The line on the Shields leading off for Scoglin at 34 could be in play for you there. Max Kepler at 34. Not running to play him versus Paxton, but Juan Soto at 34 versus Urania. You, you kind of are. Uh, yes, he had a down game his last game out, but this kid is so damn good. So, so good. Uh, Nats have a 4-5 total. Lefties are at 359 off Urania. So, Juan Soto, 3,400. Very much a good price for Sally. I'm, I'm guessing with the pitching on this slate, Soto's ownership should 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 be high. Uh, we went out a little farther. You got guys like uh, I wish from Mel Tappy was getting regular playing time, but he's not. That's a shame. Um, it's kind of bleak down here. The, the lower threes, obviously, stuff will pop up. Like a Marcelo Zuna at 3,200. It's just too cheap for his upside. Go check out that one. A guy like Marcana at 32 for GPPs. He has a lefties well. Patrick Corbin, again, not a lefty you're running the target, but you could see the GPP appeal there. I definitely could see the GPP appeal there. Um, other than that, check your lineups. There will be a ton. Like Nick Williams against Gaviglio at 3K brings some nice value if he's in the middle of that Phillies lineup. Um, Steven Piscotti at 2900 versus Patrick Corbin. Mentioned Chris Owings already. There's going to be a ton down here. There always Ben Gamble at 28, uh, Heredia at 28. Two cheap outfielders with Seattle, both in great, great spots. Don't sleep on them at all. Um, so much to like. So, so much. We will talk about this all in the Slack chat. I'll try to tweet some stuff out too. 
But there'll be so much going on. So come check us out on the Sports DJ Slack channel. All you have to do, ask for an invite. Give me your email. We put you in there, and we get it in. So there's your handy. Let's recap your pitching real quick. Up top, Scherzer 1, Severino 2, Syndergaard 3, Kluber 4, Paxton 5. In the middle, Stripling, Lopez, Manaya, Eflin. Down below, Junior Guerra, or Mike Miner, I mean, Junior Guerra, Ryan, Yarborough. Let's look at your BVP and send you on your way. I know it's a little longer than normal, guys, but 14 games. Had to break a lot down. For your BVP, BVP, let's see if we got anything worth talking about. Small sample, but Josh Donaldson, 3-for-3 three three with two doubles and a homer. So all three hits, extra bases off of Eflin. Uh, Granny Man could be a good one of that, too. He's taking him deep as well. Mookie Betts, 4-for-8, two doubles and a triple off Tehran if you need any convincing there for some odd reason. Jose Ramirez, 4-for-9, two doubles off Keiko. Young Gomes, 5-for-14, two doubles. Brantley, 5-for-21. Marvin Gonzalez, 8-for-17 with a double and two homers off Kluber. That's an interesting one. Not saying go play him. He's been so bad this year, but interesting. Martin Prado, 13-for-31, two doubles and a homer off Scherzer. Again, interesting. Don't go running to play him. Uh, this is weird for such a big slate. Really nothing crazy on the BVP. Joey Votto, 3-for-6, triple and a homer versus John Dre. Sample sizes are small tonight. Very, very small. Miguel Sano, 4-for-8, double, triple, and a homer off of Paxton. Oh, here we go. Austin Barnes, 9-for-15, four doubles and a homer off Clayton Richards. Puig, 7-for-19, two doubles, two homers. Justin Turner, 9-for-19, a double and a homer. Forsythe, 6-for-14. Matt Kemp, 13-for-35, five doubles and two homers. As a team... In 140 at-bats, the Dodgers have 16 doubles, 6 homers, so 22 extra base hits in their 56 hits. They are hitting 400 off of Clayton Richards with a team Woba of 476 and an ISO of 243. The Dodgers could be your sneaky, quiet stack of the night if you're a BVP believer, which not everybody is. More power to you. But that they have a total of 4-6 as a team. Righties again hitting 340 out of Clayton Richards. That could be an interesting one, folks. That can be very, very interesting. But that also wraps up your BVP and your quick hits. So, again, thanks for joining us. Check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDJs, TheSportsDJs.com. you got UFC this weekend. you got the UCL Champions League Finals. Uh, Francisco and some contributors, George and Doc, gave their picks for that event. Around the bases with Bubba and Mo episode 65 dropped Wednesday night. A lot of fun stuff talking with Mo on that. So go check that out. And then an awesome prospects interview on Bench with Bubba episode 96 with James Anderson of Rotowire. Really awesome stuff. We covered a lot of names. A lot of the recent call-ups, future call-ups, um, some movers and shakers from his rankings this year, teams, little insight of the MLB draft. I could have talked to James for hours. We talked after the show. He's coming on again in a couple months or whatever. Lots of good stuff. I could talk prospects for days, but you're here for quick hits. Draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports for a free $3 tournament. Hit me up with your questions. Good luck. Enjoy your weekend. Big 14-game slate. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your, your Friday, May 25th edition. I'm out. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.